Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fifth Emission. It's finally election day in California, and we might know as early as tonight whether Governor Gavin Newsom will stay in office. This is a rare event. It's only the second recall election in California history, and it could have a major effect not just in California, but nationally. It's a big test for Democrats. Have they been able to fire up their base ahead of next year's midterm elections? And there's also this. Senator Dianne Feinstein is 88 years old. California's governor might have to appoint a new U.S. senator to the evenly divided chamber during their term. Gavin Newsom has been in the crosshairs of the recall movement throughout the pandemic. Now California voters are deciding if he gets to finish his term. If the recall succeeds, the leading contender to replace him is Republican Larry Elder, a controversial talk radio host. If you haven't voted yet and want to, your ballot has to be postmarked by today or you have until 8 p.m. tonight, Tuesday, to vote in person or drop your mail-in ballot at a polling place. And you can still vote even if you're not registered. California has same-day registration. The Chronicle State Capitol reporter Alexi Kosif has been covering the recall, and I'll speak with him about what voters can expect tonight as results roll in. Alexi interviewed Governor Gavin Newsom in Oakland this past weekend for the It's All Political podcast. He asked him about that dinner the governor had at the French Laundry in Napa County, a violation of Newsom's own lockdown rules. That's a story Alexi broke, and this is the first time he's been able to ask about it. That episode is live now, and you can get It's All Political wherever you get Fifth Emission. Alexi Kosov joins me now to talk about that conversation and what the governor had to say just days before Election Day. Thanks, Alexi, for being here. This is the second statewide election where every voter in the state was mailed a ballot. Do we know so far what voter turnout is looking like? Yeah, I mean, one of actually the advantages in a way of this new system where so many people are voting by mail is that it does give us a little bit more of a sense of what the voter interest is like so far. And what we've seen is that 8 million Californians have already returned their ballots by election day. That's about 37% of all voters in the state. And obviously we expect that to climb with people participating in person on election day. But what we've seen so far is that the vote is overwhelmingly democratic so far. Mm. And if polls are public polls are correct that Democrats are standing behind Newsom and voting against the recall, then it looks so far like the recall is likely to lose. And we'll see, obviously, after 8 p.m. tonight, uh, as the results roll in, whether that really is the case. But Democrats have to be happy so far about how things are going. There was a period of time where we kept hearing that the race was tighter than we thought it would be. So that's looking different now. Over the summer, it looked close. There was polls that showed likely voters almost evenly split, and that really has separated over the past couple of weeks. The The most recent polling that we saw last week, there were two polls that both showed Gavin Newsom likely to defeat the recall in a landslide, um, perhaps as much as 20 points. So what 
you know, has really changed over the last couple of months is that uh, Democrats have gotten way more invested in the race than they were before. Uh, the polls never showed that Gavin Newsom's popularity was significantly dropping. It was really just a matter of this enthusiasm gap between Republicans who were much more likely to participate and Democrats who weren't. And Republic, uh, the Democratic, you know, the Democratic machine essentially has put tens of millions of dollars into fighting this recall. You know, they've blasted the airwaves uh, with commercials. Mm -hmm. They have gotten out, stumped across the state, and it really seems to have changed the whole dynamics and momentum of the race. So how have top Democrats really pulled in for Newsom in the last couple weeks? The campaign has cranked up considerably during this end stretch. We've actually had visits from a bunch of national figures from President Biden yesterday, who came to do sort of a final rah-rah rally down in uh, Long Beach for Newsom, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, who was with uh, Gavin Newsom last week in uh, the Bay Area, um, Senators Elizabeth Warren and Amy Klobuchar have come in recent weeks to campaign for him. You know, even as this thing looked like it was pulling away and Gavin Newsom was going to survive, the whole Democratic establishment has gone all in. And I think it's really a matter of like taking no chances. They don't want to lose control of the biggest, most important Democratic state in the country. And so, you know, they've been putting resources behind it, putting manpower behind it. Labor unions have been out there knocking on doors. You know, it's just been an all out effort. Um, which is obviously not something they expected to be doing in a deep blue state in an off year. <laughs> but that's where Gavin Newsom has found himself. So that's good news for Governor Gavin Newsom. And you recently spoke with him for the It's All Political podcast. What were some of the main reasons he spoke about for why Californians should vote to keep him in office? One thing he really hit on a lot with me was a sense that he's only had two and a half years so far in his term. We campaigned on specific strategies and plans to address issues. We were very intentional about those issues. And uh, we're now working hard to, to execute on those issues. But you can't overpromise. These, these things don't overnight change. You can't make up for decades of neglect on social issues and homelessness and housing. Decades where there wasn't intentionality, there wasn't a focus and, and energy that there should have been. He pointed a lot to his budget from this year. Uh, there was a massive surplus, about $80 billion by some estimates. And that money was put toward schools. It was put toward expanding access for healthcare. It was put toward building new homeless housing. And Gavin Newsom said, basically, we're doing good things. I think that we are putting the state on track to fix a lot of the problems that voters are worried about. So stick by me and give me a chance to continue doing that. Was the governor willing to share any missteps he might have made during his term so far or anything he wishes he had done differently? You know, that's the interesting thing. He really was not. And it's, you know, we've come to this point. I mean, his governorship is on the line in a recall election because there were enough voters who were angry with him and frustrated with his leadership to sign that petition. 
But he has really, throughout this entire campaign, dismissed the idea that that might reflect some legitimate voter outrage. He's really always called it a Republican power grab, sort of dismissed the election as this effort to get around the will of the voters and, and do something almost undemocratic. And so when I talked to him about that, I mean, I asked him, you know, are there things that you might do differently if you defeat this recall? And he wasn't really willing to engage with that idea, nor was he really willing to reflect on whether there were any mistakes from his leadership during the pandemic, yeah. uh, which obviously was very challenging. But, you know, he he sort of, you know, boost he, he sort of pushed it all off as sort of these ex- external difficulties and, and didn't really, you know, say whether there was anything he had done that he wishes he had done differently or, or that he'd learned from, you know. My conversation with Alexei Kossif continues after a short break. I'll ask him about Newsom's infamous dinner at French Laundry in Napa, a story that he broke and got Newsom a lot of flack. We'll be right back. You can support Fifth Emission and the newsroom that creates it by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. Alexi, you were the reporter that broke the story of Newsom dining at French Laundry in Napa, which was a violation of the state's own social distancing guidelines at that time. And it became this huge linchpin to the recall movement. So did you ask him about that? And what did he say? Of course I did. I I was (laughs) eager to ask him about that because after reporting that story last year in November, I never got a chance to talk to him about it. Um, During press conferences in the days and weeks after, I never got called on. Mm -hmm. So uh, (laughs) it was my my first chance. Um, Unfortunately, it was a very quick interview, so I only got to ask him one question about it. But the thing I really wanted to know was, you know, there's been public polling recently that shows that a lot of voters still see him as somebody who believes he's above his own rules. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very closely tied to the public perception around the French Laundry and the violation of his of his own pandemic restrictions there. So I asked him about that. What can you do at this point when voters still sort of see you in this negative light to to regain their trust? I think there's a lot of evidence we're working hard every single day to do the job that I was elected to do. Uh, I, I owned up uh, to an incident that occurred a year ago in uh, someone's 50th birthday. I went to a restaurant that was open and I showed up. There were too many people at the table. I should have gotten up and left, period. I, uh, I recognized it. A lot of folks don't even acknowledge mistakes when we did that. And, and so that's, uh, that's the work we've been doing since and, and uh, I'm working hard and we'll continue to work hard. He, again, wasn't wasn't necessarily dwelling on the past as he's sort of in these final days of the election trying to sort of convince voters to stick with him. I mean, naturally, a politician wants to focus on the positive, and and that's what he did. Right. So is there a possibility that we might know the winner of the election by tonight? There definitely is a possibility. I think the thing to to keep in mind as we watch these election results roll in is that this first batch of votes should be very positive for Gavin Newsom. Mm-hmm. After the polls close at 8 p.m., counties will start to report results uh, that were from the early mail ballots. And as we discussed 
you know, already, those have been overwhelmingly from Democrats. So if Gavin Newsom goes up very early on, that would indicate that Democrats have stuck by him, that they did vote against the recall as we would have expected, and he will probably be okay. Mm -hmm. If it's close in the early returns, that means that there's something the polling missed. There's probably a lot more Democrats who turned against him Mm -hmm. than we realized. Mm -hmm. And then things will start to come down to the election day voting, which is the next batch of votes that gets counted and reported during the course of the night. That's expected to be a lot more Republican. Uh, Republican voters in California do not trust mail voting as much mm-hmm. anymore. It's a mm-hmm. it's a huge problem now, but certainly connected to the fact that President Trump and a lot of other conservative politicians have cast doubts on the legitimacy of mail ballots. So... That could narrow the margin. And if it's close to begin with, then then the results could be much more up in the air. So I think the thing for voters to really watch out for and and, and keep in mind is whether Gavin Newsom is up by a big margin in those early results that get reported right after 8 p.m. or he's not, because that will really, really dictate sort of, you know, the expectations for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. And we might all have election PTSD from the 2020 presidential election where votes were being recounted and challenges were being made to results. Will that happen again this time? Unfortunately, it's definitely possible. Um, One of the advantages of, you know, tonight for anybody who is, you know, nervous about (laughs) what might happen Mm -hmm. is that there's no electoral college. So we're not (laughs) dependent on any other states to figure out what's going to happen for California. It's really just a matter of popular vote here among this state, up or down, yes or no. That's all we got to know. But there are candidates who have been challenging Newsom, particularly Larry Elder, um, who's the leading candidate, replacement candidate. He's a conservative talk radio host who's done very well in the polls among Um, that field of people seeking to replace Newsom. He and others have suggested that there might be fraud that's happening, that, you know, Newsom is going to win this election because he cheated. Um, There is no proof of that, but Mm -hmm. they have already put up websites and said that they have lawyers on retainer to file lawsuits if they have evidence of voter fraud. Um, And so that they are sort of already priming the pump essentially to challenge this election. And yes, it's very possible that even though this thing may not be close at all, that they try and um, challenge it in court through recounts or, or other possible avenues. Uh, So we don't know yet. That's, that's really an open question, but it's unfortunately very possible that this thing could drag on long after we know who the winner is. Well, it feels like this recall election has been a long time in the making. Thank you for covering it for us. And if it drags on, I'm sure you'll be there too. Appreciate it, Alexi. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. I will keep bringing you the news. <laughs> Alexi Kosov is a politics reporter at The Chronicle. Check out his interview with Governor Newsom on the podcast, It's All Political, which you can find wherever you get Fifth Admission. For live election night coverage, Check out sfchronicle.com slash recall or on the Chronicle app. Thanks to King Kaufman for producing this episode and to you for listening.